Hey everybody, Alex here, host of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. As always, this podcast is sponsored by Chocaloha. Head over to Chocaloha.com and use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio to get 10% off your entire purchase. Every tiny little thing that you get, you'll get 10% off the entire cart when you use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Again, it's at Chocaloha.com. They've been supporters of the podcast since day one, so I can't thank them enough. Show them some support. Also, if you are interested in supporting this podcast, you can purchase some of my photography, whether if you want it on an apparel like shirts or anything or tank tops, even something for the baby if you got a baby, all the way to canvas print framed photos. Uh, they are all available. Uh, for the link, just head over to the blog, mycosmicjourney.com. That's mycosmicjourney.com. And that's my blog that I post up as much as I possibly can. So please, um, if you want to help me keep this podcast going, I don't make any money off of it, but I do make money off of my artwork and my photography and stuff like that so anything helps out and I really uh, would love to see people walking around with my photos on shirts or my uh, photos on uh, their wall it's actually pretty cool to see how much uh, people really enjoy it Um, this week's been a little tough for me Um, I've had a friend pass away yesterday a professional athlete by the name of Dallas McCarver I'm not really going to get into it Um, because I want to do an entire podcast dedicated to uh, my friend Dallas. Um, But I just want to say to all the uh, friends that reached out to me and sent their condolences, thank you very much. Um, You know, my my thoughts and and prayers go out to um, Dallas's girlfriend, their family, and all my friends that are impacted by the loss of probably one of the most amazing human beings I ever met um, so if anything it's uh, it's been a little tough the past couple of days but you know I uh, hope you're doing well wherever you are Dallas on to the podcast uh, this podcast is actually uh, it was actually a lot of fun um, it features jiu-jitsu champion uh, Marcelo Cohen professor Marcelo Cohen who I consider a good friend of mine. Uh, He has an academy up in Jupiter, Florida, about 45 minutes away from where I live. And uh, he's been quite the rabble-rouser on uh, social media the past few months and not really on purpose, not the kind of attention that he wanted. Uh, We definitely kind of break down as to what happened and what caused this uh, crazy kind of beef to kick up in the jiu-jitsu community between him and uh, people from other academies. Now, what I really want to stress on before I start this episode is that you guys take this as information and draw your own conclusions. I'm not taking any sides. Uh, I don't think that the people that are directly involved in what happened Uh, really have any kind of animosity. I think it was people outside of the actual participants that kind of added fuel to the fire. And 
and a lot of outlets and blogs and things like that might have uh, misconstrued the message that was being put out there by either side. I don't know directly from, you know, I only know the part that I heard and the part that Marcelo told me. Um, so if there's anybody that really had involvement in what happened, if they feel like they're, you know, they have a an opposite idea as to what happened, I would be more than happy to talk to you and let you um, put out your side of the story. I don't think that uh, Marcelo really did anything wrong or said anything incorrect from what I saw. And, uh, you know, it came out to be a really positive conversation. There was a lot to be gained from this experience, not only for him that he told me, but also for me as a student of not only jujitsu, but really of life and how things work and you know from someone that works in social media and I see things like this happen all the time and marketing and promoting and you know uh, like branding for for fights uh, I think this is something that's going to happen a lot unfortunately but it's good to see the point of view of what really happens between two competitors who you know are stuck in some kind of a beef that maybe either of them don't really want to be in but somehow you know outsiders are putting fuel into the fire and they're kind of caught up into it anyway um i'll let him really get into it and and kind of give the story from his point of view like i said i want to thank professor uh, marcelo for taking the time in the middle of the week in the middle of the day to sit down with me and kind of really give me his mindset and his uh, point of view on everything that happened I would also like to thank his black belt, Professor Glenn, for sitting in with us and kind of giving a different point of view on other things that happened and uh, really on adding to the discussion of jiu-jitsu. I really hope to get back to, uh, to the armory up in Jupiter sometime soon because I did have fun talking with them and, you know, we definitely had quite a quite a back and forth uh, on just really discussing about the the, the niche of jujitsu and how everything is going and the story but again please take the time to uh, subscribe to the itunes channel i am adding the episodes on youtube as well so please subscribe to the youtube channel subscribe to the soundcloud if that's what you prefer please share the podcast as much as you can uh, the more i can get it out there the more I can really reach out to people and have them, you know, be excited about jumping onto the podcast. Uh, Professor uh, Marcelo was really, really adamant about how grateful he was for being on the podcast. And I can't tell you guys how humbling it is to hear a, a black belt tell me that. And, you know, it's all I'm doing is wanting to sit down and have a conversation with someone. But to, to have someone of that caliber... Uh, say to me you know the that he had fun and he really was looking forward to be a part of the podcast makes me feel good and it makes me want to you know push out as many episodes as I can and speak with different people anyway like I said please go ahead and subscribe share it it uh it only helps me push this podcast even further and I have a blast doing it uh to be quite honest thank you again for everyone that's shown support so far Let's get this bitch going. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Professor Marcelo Cohen.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jiu-Jitsu Radio. My name's Alexis Tarosa, and today I have a very special podcast for you because I drove about an hour north to meet up with a champion, a multiple-time champion, um, here at the Armory in uh, Jupiter, Florida, with Professor Marcel Cohen, multiple-time Jiu-Jitsu champion, Nogi, Gi, Pan Am champion too, right? Nogi. Nogi, and yes. like 10-time Naga champion. 10-time Naga champion. And I'm also here with Professor Glenn, uh, your very first black belt, and a man with, uh, with a lot of authority with 20 years. 22 correct? years, uh, law enforcement, uh, uh, local and federal. Okay. Uh, so I've been so I'm keeping you on my good side today. I've been doing <laughs> it for a while. I've been keeping you on my good side today. And, uh, and from what you just told me, actually, you're running up on to your, uh, your one-year anniversary of receiving your black belt. That's correct. Yeah, um, I believe in October uh, I... I was uh, I received my black belt from Marcelo right here at the armory. So did did you beat him up? Like was it like oh you got your black belt now you just like the rest of the day just get beat up? Since I know Glenn, we go hard, man. We go hard. Since the first day I rode with him, did you no did you run the gauntlet? Did he make you run the gauntlet? You know we didn't do the gauntlet um, um, that time, but I've been through the gauntlet many times. Yeah, uh, everybody <laughs> at the armory is tough as nails, yeah. and every time I roll, it's a gauntlet. So. I, I, tr- I try to keep a balance in a Brazilian way more. Well, that's even more, more dangerous if you say it that <laughs> no, way. No, <laughs> but like a Brazilian way, I like a more civilized way, I would say. Right. A balance in between. A civilized both. Brazilian way. Yes. So you just a, you only beat them up like just mid-level. You say the real beating. That, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. You know, you, you, you think you think that you're way more than he is, and you finally get a good position. Next thing you know, you got an arm bar Kimura coming your way. So <laughs> yeah. as, as soon as I see his hips come up, I know, oh, no. It's going to be a tough, tough match. I don't think you and I have ever rolled. The, no. the few times you, that, that we've run into each other at the gyms and stuff, you and I have never rolled. No, no, not yet. Not Which yet. is like, for me, it's like 50-50. Like, that's great. I mean, I obviously want to learn from you, but I'm also I'm not rushing to get my ass kicked. So oh, no, you're not a small guy. You're a pretty big guy. I'm it, sure they're strong as hell. Yeah, because that clearly has helped me out so far in life. Oh, it's not on. basketball. If it was basketball, then I would talk trash. But for jujitsu, I keep my mouth shut. I'm pretty humble. I know that's good. It's good to be humble. Yeah, right. So let's get this right out, out of right. the gate because you have gone through quite the gauntlet. So to reuse that word right now uh, in the past few months, and just to preface this with everyone, I'm not here to to pick sides. I'm not here to talk shit or to to make any kind of uh, tear between any other school or whatever. Um, obviously, I'm going to let you explain everything from the first-person point of view of everything that's happened. Um, I'm sure there will be some times where I'm kind of playing devil's advocate or asking questions, but, again, I'm, I've known you for a few years now. Um, I have a lot of respect for you. and I appreciate I, that. I, I think you're one of those people uh, – a little like me, like we were joking about earlier, where you're, you are a very straightforward person. Um, you're an extremely respectful person, but you have no problems with calling people out on their bullshit. And you've always done it, at least in a respectful manner. With that being said, that rubs people the wrong way, big yes. time. And a yes. lot of times it gets misconstrued. Yes. So let's take it back to day one uh, and kind of give people an idea of as to what got this whole started and everything that led up to the Sapatero uh, fight fight that you just had yes. uh, about uh, two weeks ago, was it? That was two weeks ago. 
Okay, so I know it started, uh, what was it, May? April, May? Somewhere around that time? Yeah, it was at the Naga in Jacksonville. Right. Uh, yeah, about that time. And then the talk started in June. So you June, July. So you did the Naga tournament in Jacksonville? Yes. M- uh, me, uh, w- I was training for several tournaments, uh, invitational uh, possibilities. Uh-huh. So going to Naga for me is uh, a way to keep in my mind competition set oriented right you never know what you're gonna find in naga you sign for your division an expert division and you go and you see the day who is there who is not you can't control who sign up or not yeah it's pretty much a crapshoot of who's gonna show yes but i was just looking for a match and then just get out there a little bit so i actually went up to jacksonville a day before me uh herbert another black belt and uh, Sachibala, another black belt. So we all three went there, have a good time, compete in Naga, just uh, try our best. So I go to my division, uh, which is a uh, expert division, men's 130 and under, and there's a match. Uh, uh, a guy from Ten Planet, Jacksonville, yes. One match, I go out there, uh, I do my job, I get the guard, I Kimura him, match probably lasts about 30 seconds. Everything's all good, the, the Chris was very respectful, Chris is the, the guy I compete against, I have uh, nothing but respect for him, no problem, super nice. Then I started, I move on, I got go for my awards, and then I watch the other mats, I watching actually Herbert match, and my wife, her one of the Chris teammates talking a lot of shit. Mm. Marcelo doesn't look like a black belt. He's not, I would never say he's a black belt fighting. So he was talking crap. So I went and confronted him and say, Why are you saying about me this face to face? So then all his teammates came, his coach came, everything was nice and clear, no more problems. I went home. By the way, that match, Herbert, Kev uh, sliced the guy really bad. That, yeah. was a ni- that was a nice one. So I went home. Everything is good. I get to the Facebook. I get a bunch of friend requests. One of them was one of the guys that were competing at the tournament. And then uh, I accepted. And he goes on the video of my match and say, Ah, you are very proud to beat a blue belt. Mm-hmm. First of all, did you see my face on the podium? Oh, you were pissed. Do you look like somebody that is proud of it? I yeah. just post a match because well, it's still a match. Yeah. So I went there. It's not like I'm just doing nagas. Like I said, it's this is to get me ready. If it was a guy trying to make a name off naga tournaments, I would understand they hate. But come on, man. I have you. I'll, I'll, just yeah. look at here. You're going to well, see. Well, I mean, you know? in, in your defense, just to backtrack a little more, when I saw you at the Miami Open, you were supposed to have one match. The person didn't show up, and IBJJF was going to just give you a medal. Yes. And I remember very clearly you saying to me, I'm not going to just fucking take a medal for no reason. I earn my medals. Yes. Uh, in my opinion, people that have no fights and take a gold medal, it's okay. You take it, but I see people posting that. Yeah. For me, it's a fraud. Yeah. This is a fraud. You're frauding people. You're frauding the social media. I will never do that. Yeah. You got to at least have one fight to earn that medal and earn the status. 
Yeah, and you just basically put on a gi and showed up someplace and someone gave yeah, you a medal. Yeah, and then for actually it. there's people there, fraud, a lot of a lot of people doing this. You'll be surprised. Oh no, I'm I'm not surprised at all. I mean, that between that and the sandbagging that I see at tournaments is really bad. Yeah. But imagine how bad you get a medal and you go on Facebook and you post it. Ah, I just won my division <laughs> without a fight. Leave the little detail yeah. without any fight. You get one person on the podium. Yeah, it just know. it just gotta add a little spin to it. That's right. So he made this comment on on your page or on your video. Yeah, the the one of Chris, the kid, the guy right. I fought, teammate, made a comment. I reply, and we start a little argument on Facebook. One of my students got involved, other person got involved, and things start to get out of hand. Yeah. Soon as I see, I talking with the one of the editors editors of the Jiu Jitsu Time, and I, since you know sometimes you start to speak especially with the language barrier yeah so you could be sometimes misunderstood so they come out to the article that in my opinion was a misunderstood article thinking i was mad with uh the competitor himself yeah but that wasn't the fact i i came out and i make a post and say that wasn't what happened chris was was respectful with me the problems are his teammates talking too much yeah so the article come out, I got a lot of heat for a lot of heat. Like I open my 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 message here now. If I open right now, I probably have like four call outs. Yeah. Blue I'm belt. sure there'll be more after this. <laughs> uh, you know, Blue this belts, is. which is fine. Uh, I accept the challenges, but there's ways to do this. Yeah, there's respectful ways of doing it. Yes, there is a you should do through a promoter. So that what happened i started to get all these call outs and one call out specific was spencer call you i don't know if you saw they make me a mimi with a clown no you, you didn't see no, that I one i didn't see that one there was a mimi with the clown uh they put my face on a kellogg's tiger really yes that was pretty crazy so but what did the the meme say like what was the message on it the message was uh that i just scared of him that uh, he say I'm scared of him, Paper Tiger. Oh, that's why. Yes, but hey, Paper Tiger, I gotta say something. In order, that's why these guy, those guys are pissed. Yeah. In order to be on shows like EBI, you need to win tit- titles that make you looking good. Yeah. Because I, I, my main goal is being a nice invitationals and, and and do good. So. Yes, I, I fly away sometimes for two mats. Why? Because that title maybe got me an invite to EBI, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. A no, ti- it's, a, it's still a title in the adult division black belt. Yeah. We, we, we're playing with something that means something. Yeah. I mean, no. it's you know, people do it at like blue belt now where they go and try and take all these matches, but I, I, obviously things mean something different when you're at the black belt level. You know, you know it's, it's a whole sense of entitlement. Yeah, and, and uh, it's not just in the world today. It's you know it's in jujitsu as well. Well, it's people it's think they deserve something that they haven't earned sure. yet. Um, and again, uh, getting back to Marcelo, um, he may have beat somebody that was a blue belt, but if they looked at the totality of everything, he's been beating black belts that weigh more than him. Yeah, yeah. Like I told, one of like, like 50 I told, I understand they right? I get the heat for there. Yeah, but. It's not like I'm, I'm, uh, my career is basing on that. On yeah. this, this is just a, a one right. thing. But at I the do. end of the day, it's still it wasn't your match against Chris. No, it was the, the backlash from his teammates mates. 
being that disrespectful. Yes, right. adding me on Facebook for what talking crap. Yeah, you know. But I mean, that's that's the one thing I mean, for me. Like, I'm a very respectful person to everybody in jujitsu, but I also feel like you said it's some people are entitled, some people are are just bullshit talkers, and it could be for me, it can be a black belt down to a white belt. Like, I don't really care. I don't care who you are. I care who you are as a person. Like the belt doesn't mean anything to me. If you're if you're a prick, I'm gonna call you out Absolutely. on it. Absolutely. But like if you got guys that are just sitting there and starting trash for no reason, that's got nothing to do with them. When you and the person you competed against have no beef, like that's just okay. Now you're just you're a keyboard warrior. I know, and they just keep it talking, talking, and I, n- I notice it there. As more if you if you feed them, then start everything. Oh yeah, it keeps going. <laughs> they yeah. love it actually. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I've been caught in those holes too where next thing you know you're arguing for hours back and forth it'll be five hours later and you go back like oh let's see what this piece of shit said oh okay I know. and then you, and then you keep it getting I mean oh, for you it's different for sure I mean you've actually done keep something more jiu jitsu I haven't so and I don't get that trash talking so I'm it, good it's so easy these days to just get on a computer or a phone and start trash talking well you don't get you the consequences you can do it from across country yep. across yeah. the world and you know you yeah. have no idea what you're doing you just know it's easy to trash talk yeah so, so you know. So that what that that was happened. That match was just about this article. Yeah. Uh, and Spencer uh, showed that he wants to fight me a few times before. Yeah. But I was onto something. I feel like every move that I make in jiu-jitsu, I'm 34 years old, trying to, like I said, fight the adult division. Every move I make in jiu-jitsu, I try to make sure it's a move that I'm gonna get somewhere. I'm gonna get ahead somehow. It's so the next it's, stepping stone. Yes, it's yeah. gotta be strategy. So I'm not gonna take any fight that I don't think is gonna get me nowhere. Yeah. No, mind you, that's the that's the key word. You said that it's not gonna get you anywhere. It's not about whether or not it's a fight that you can win. It's not like you're looking for the easy win. You want the fights that if you're gonna risk it, it's gonna be worth something to yes, you. Yes, exactly. And just uh, you know, you always a uh, a risk that you get hurt or do do not. But to get hurt, or then you gotta deal with like if you like if you lose, then you gotta deal with the backlash of losing, and then it's a lot harder to get an invitation someplace because like well you just lost your last match like why what are you gonna do for my promotion? So yeah. I get it from that point of view. So he started talking about all that thing on Facebook and call me out for a nogi match. Which uh, I'm telling you now, whatever he asked by the time, I will ask it for the opposite. Just to be against what he wants. Yeah. You don't get what he what he wants. what he wants. Well, you're the black belt. And then I got these all these things here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, a, I, by the way, for people that that haven't seen or haven't been to the academy, there's a cabinet, like three cabinets deep, of medals and belts, and I didn't even get to check out all the way to the end. So, and like on the top too. There's a couple of belts on the top. There's one here on the table. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's not, uh, they're, they're not the uh, just step on the podium or, like, you got this at Walmart kind of belt. These are ones that, like, you actually had to put in effort for. So, I, I, the fight, we negotiate the fight. They offer me money, of course. Right. But I made, when they offer me money, I said, that's not enough. I would like it for you guys to make a belt for this fight because that means something to me yeah. and the promoter which is very nice Josh it's like ah we don't make a belt I said ah, you do now you do now <laughs> <laughs> if you, you know it's not something that asking it's not like it's gonna cost them no, so but, much uh, money yeah but like honestly for the for the grandeur and the and the stuff that happened leading up to the fight I think it's it was the right decision for them to go with it like yeah you know what like if this is how big it is of 
online like activity for it, then yeah, it deserves a belt for sure. He Spencer did a good job in, in promoting the fight. For sure, you know <laughs> that got a lot of people interested. But did he did he calm down afterwards after like the the match or did it? Ah, yeah, keep yeah, going? he calmed down. He's uh he's nice. Uh, maybe like he, that's why it makes me question sometimes. Like, that's not how I approach the fight. Yeah. that's just not me. But maybe that was uh, his strategy one to get the fight that he wanted for a while yeah. which he worked yeah. got, got sure. into me that <laughs> I was like nah I'm gonna go bro. right and then uh, get to the fight and get the, 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 the crowd and the promoter and he promoted the, the Conor McGregor style I guess I, I give him credit though because I do remember seeing a post of him saying like you know I don't normally do that style like to to hype up a fight that's not his thing he wants that tension yeah. he loves <laughs> to be on jiu-jitsu times I mean, <laughs> hey, if you can get the attention, get the attention. You know? <laughs> I go for it, man. But They're I dead. mean, at least, at least he's willing to to sit there and uh, admit defeat. You know, a lot of guys are just be like, no, let's run it back, let's do it again. So of course, it, of course it's, it's. I mean, everybody gets burned. That burn, it's like a game how of that's basketball. Works these days, that's right. Yeah, you're like, all right, let's run it back. Okay, you want it best out of three, kind of. And thing. I want. Remember when you were a kid? I want to do over. Yeah, I wanted my do over. I want to do over. Yeah, that's what happens a lot. And Would you do it over? Again, the match? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Let's see. Let's what about see. for the promotion if it was like where you got to defend your belt? It, yes. I don't This belt don't go in nowhere. I'll get <laughs> another belt made. I'll get another belt made. We'll just get you that, like, the, the maybe Demetrius we can Johnson. We can, nego- we can negotiate a nice belt and some pay. Yeah. Why not? Hey, right? I, you're the champion. Because you still can make the, the no-gi going. Yeah, you could, right? You know? But... I'm gonna now. I'm focusing uh, training for the Nogi Worlds and uh, hopefully to get to the EBI one more time. And there's other invitational opportunities, so I, I need to always go back and, like I told you, making moves that are gonna get me somewhere. Yeah. This fight got me somewhere. I feel like I got something out of this fight. It was great. I think I, it's from my point of view. It wasn't just like a your career kind of thing i think it definitely put a spotlight on some of the the changes that are going on in jiu-jitsu with like the the trash talking that's going on i mean if you see it even this past weekend with the dylan danis gary tonin fight where dylan danis oh. were talking trash for months or he even got in like tom de Blasi, I, like threw him I in there no like, that was so disrespectful right. like that was bad and then it, what happened at the end of the day it's like he couldn't even get like anything going and he lost the match by decision do you think it's a karma kind of thing uh I, I always think, think for him, yeah. I never talk it before a match, man. Never. But he's been kind of like going into that hole since he got with Connor. I mean, if it gets to the point where Marcelo Garcia kicks you out of the gym, I like know. I've never met Marcelo Garcia, but every everyone that's ever met him told me he's like one of the nicest guys ever. Yep. So I figured it's got to be, it has to be something pretty major for him to be like, you're going to have to leave the gym. That the representation or right. what he believes, you know. Well, again, you take somebody like Marcelo Garcia who traditional and respects yeah jiu-jitsu and i assume he respects all martial arts and then when people under him start talking trash yeah. there's only so much you can take before you start making your guy look bad so well it comes out to like a thing where it's like well you're not just bringing attention to yourself you're bringing attention to us and that's yep. not the kind of attention exactly. we want. exactly exactly yes that's why when you get a black belt you gotta really uh be careful in everything you say somebody's gonna be looking everything you do somebody's gonna be looking even if you go out, uh, in my opinion, this is a personal opinion. Yeah. I will not go in public and have a beer because I don't want to show 
I don't wanna one day I'm having a beer, a kid parent walk by and, and I know that they yeah, not even drunk. I ch- I feel like you just should have a drink on your hand that they're on un- 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 subconscious yeah. already judging you. Yeah. Oh, that's the instructor of my kid. Look, he have a beer on his hand. No, it used to be I used to be the same way, like back when I trained like Capoeira, like if we went out as a team, like I would never have like a beer as a team. It's not like I don't like to have a beer, it's just no I but just stay home, have a beer, do not try to stay really focused. That's your the tr- traditional way of, of looking at it where like you're not just here to teach people, you're you're here to be a role model. Yes, and that's a lot of responsibility. And not many people like at your level can sit there and do that where you want to compete at the level that you want to compete at, but then also are willing to say like, I can't do certain things because I have an and image and to I put out there. And I have a business to run. Yeah. The, one of my main highlights is it is a kids program. We have a tons of kids, tons of tournaments. Feature Jiu-Jitsu Times just for the kids, pro, uh, Jiu-Jitsu yeah. Magazine just for the kids programs. So... You gotta, you gotta be careful and try to give you the best example. It's not nobody's perfect. You just gotta, like, watch for yourself what you do outside the school too. Do you feel like this kind of brought some negative attention to you because of it? I, I was, uh, I was worrying about there uh-huh. about the negative attention, but I feel like the way I handle the whole process, it makes me look so good. I have in a last weekend in the state championship tournament i was uh, coaching my students they did really well and i had a lot of random people with the f- positive feedback say hey man we like the way you handle yeah. uh, spencer i think you did the right thing I, after after i want you see my post and just and that's it well honestly like i really feel like everything could have been squashed that first day when that article came out and then you automatically answered you were like the top post i remember seeing like i have no problems with chris i have a problem with people coming up and saying stuff and i've for me it was like okay well that's it then it's squashed it's over like everything got cleared out but it seems a lot of people were just trying to twist it and twist it and twist it and then i see like he like since he wanted to fight me for a long time yeah that was a perfect opportunity for Oh, him. for sure. I oh, mean, I give yes. him credit. It was like, it oh, was the yes. perfect. I jumped all over. Yeah. And that was on it. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that's the way <laughs> that it works. Opportunity. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he wanted the opportunity and things sometimes just play out he that way. He can make it the way. And that's funny now that I have a lot of guys, actually, people that with decent names calling me out, but they wanted me f- uh, go up in weight class. Oh, they want you to come up to yeah, that. Yeah, they're not willing to meet me at the IBJJF and cut the weight and fight me. They know where I'm going to be. So wait, what do you walk around at? Walk around 138. And you just go down to 135? No, for the IBJJF ones, the no gi, I go uh, 122 and a half. No gi. Last time I was 122, I was like no. eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I, I was big, I'm man. A, I'm master, going to be masters too. 34 years old or I cut it to 122 or you fight me out at 141 I'd be a good match though I, I fought him before yeah the final that was a uh, he really <laughs> passed my guard man mount me then I'm triangle me such a strong grip yeah. so I see that gap that is in a light feather to the rooster oh for sure I mean I'm screwed having to compete at like 205 so I compete at 205 and it's like I'm tall and lanky and anybody else in that division is just they're like a little bit shorter than me, but they're just huge. And they're either like just huge fat or huge muscle. So I have to be like super careful. And obviously, it's nowhere near compared to what the level that you have to fight at. But I can understand the comparison. Yes, I feel I feel that it's a, it's a very tough cut. 
but I feel there is a division that I, I, I'm, I'm strong at that division. Oh, uh, clearly. Yes, and then, <laughs> and then, they, and then they, those guys seeing these, uh, they don't they don't realize it, you know. Yeah. That, okay. But do you think that the the whole shit talking and everything that's going on now, do you really think that's going to last as far as jiu-jitsu is concerned? As long as they promote those uh, MMA fights their way, yeah, I feel like jiu-jitsu gets a little bit of it. And there's you see how so many prom uh, professional promotions coming out. Mm -hmm. So some guys going to be talking these hours because that's the way that they get into a good fight into a big show into the spotlight somehow some guys might not have enough technique to be a, a totally knowing champions yeah. but they might talk a good good game to be on the media somehow i mean it sucks because look at the match that they just had like was it like a month ago when it was uh hodger against bushesha there's no trash talking no trash talk. it's just a hundred percent like two legendary fighters going at it and that's it there was no trash talking at all right and, and i think you know when you get to the level of those two and being who they are they don't have to trash talk yeah you know the, the person that does the trash talk talking you know usually wants to move up move up not in all cases again you know you talk you know ufc yeah. and then just but again they're trying to promote to make money um you know you have two big names or you're just poking the tiger you have two big names like Buchecha and Gracie going at it. Yeah. People are going to watch it anyway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and again, you know, you're talking more of the old school. Hey, I don't know if you know, that's the first gym that Buchecha worked at it when uh, he first got into America. That what? was the Armory. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Right I didn't know that. The street. That's crazy. That's awesome. For yeah. a year, I, I was uh, actually training with him and going down to Wellington to the second Armory to translate. Yeah. So I was like the translator and, and help around. I was a brown belt at the time. Mm. And that was all the Kavaka, Bushesha, yeah. working for the armory. Supposedly Kavaka is coming up here. Oh, really? Yeah, I, have, I haven't spoken to him. Last time I spoke to him was like last year, late last year. Oh, but nice. supposedly he's coming here. He's going to do some stuff up here. I'm hoping he does like a good seminar. It'd be kind of cool to do yeah, a seminar Kavaka with him. Kavaka is a great instructor. He's one of the nicest people. Yeah. I was telling uh, I was. Uh, because when I went to, to Brazil, I went with Gilbert Burns. Mm -hmm. And, like, we met up with Cavaca, and then we went down to Santos. And I've never seen someone more excited than me about acai. And oh. he's like, you guys want acai? Let's Where go. Where did you go in Brazil? Uh, that time, we went to Sao Paulo because okay. Gilbert had the UFC fight. Oh, I see. And then we just kind of hung out for a few days afterwards. And, uh, yeah, we went to Santos. It sucks because I wanted to train with Cavaca, but I was, like, I was working. So it's kind of like, that's the tough part about like what I do. Cause I get to like, you know, like hang out with guys like you and like UFC fighters and stuff like that. And it's always like once in a while I get lucky where I get to train. But most of the times, like I gotta be like the fly on the wall, which is great. But it's like, I always like to take one way or another, take that little piece of knowledge, either whether it's just a funny story or like something technique that they were showing somebody else, but there's always something that you can pull. And that's uh, actually, that's exactly what happened to me. I came from Brazil. Mm. I had like already my game in being solid. But when I trained with Cavaca, just like you said, I did that piece. Yeah. But one year training But those you were guys, training with him when he was like in the middle of competing, where it was yeah, like Yeah, when everybody, everybody came here to, to make a name. Bushesha came here to make a name. There's other guys. Tiago came here. Yeah. Everybody trying to make a name for themselves. What do you, what was his like 
just personality mentality when he was like in that deep competition because i mean he can be a super intense person with that with me he always was a nice guy a very good coach and patient coach i feel like bushesha probably so good because he had such a good coach as kabaka mm. so even though he's a big guy he showed me these moves that i still use until today and i'm a small guy and i use those moves that yeah. he showed me so yeah i did like a lot of percentage to my game training with him for the year so this is something that I always kind of that I always look at because there's there's a lot of guys that teach that are professors they have their academy but they also still want to compete at a very high level and a lot of times it doesn't work that way a lot of times the students like they hinder because of it hinder like they that they they don't get the 100% of the professor cuz it's right. it's like 60% about them and 100% about me like how do you how do you approach it how do you split that yes uh i'm one my students are my main train partners mm. and like i said i'm not a big guy so i don't need it i don't need to be training of course i i always like to train with different black belts of course actually i cross training different gyms but my students are uh, the base of my training they are good i teach them the moves so I do have good students that pushing me, and like I said, all this when I go to a tournament and I win, I come back to the gym and say, "Hey, who helped me prepare for this? Was you guys?" And I train it like two times a week. I go to combat club. Gilbert helped me a lot, and Herbert, when he was here, he always helping me. So to give me the extra confidence. And I go West Palm Beach, train with Eric and Tubby Alequin. Mm -hmm. So depends the tournament that I'm getting ready for. So I, that's how I manage it. So do you uh, do you have any uh, any matches that are actually intriguing after all this? Like you said, that a lot of people were contacting you. Intrigue. Like uh, that you want, like that would actually be interesting for you to do. Like where you'd be like, yeah, that actually would be nah, a good match. I have a. I have nonsense matches actually on my there's one Nazi because I'm Jewish. Right. I'm Cohen. So I have a Nazi calling me out. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. A Nazi is calling you out. Say, so, uh, let's throw him throw him until he gets a fight with me at one forty. And this is another black and, belt? No, it's a blue belt. Really? Yes. And then, then he says something, how oh, we're gonna send him back to Auschwitz. Shut up. Yes, I would man. out that fucker then. What's his fucking name if he wants to be a scumbag? I don't know. I have uh, it actually. I yeah, show me. I don't, you don't have to say it if you don't want to, but whoever it is, like, I'll, know, again, I'll take you. I'll cut down to 140. I'm 205. I'll cut down 140. You know smash what? Him. It's easy to do shit over the, over the internet, you know, over uh, social media. Find it's, me. It, it, I have actually I have easy. this blue belt calling me out too, mm. and then he was at the States, and I saw him. He saw me. He never came to me. No, so, really? Yes. I would have, uh, like, spent the whole day sitting next to him. It's like, what's up, bud? What's going on? I have some random people asking me for super fights in Alabama. Uh, I have a, a, a few opportunities and options. The, the better option right now of a match is, 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 is they want a 145. Yeah. So the, why are you gonna put myself in that position? Yeah, like at the end of the day, it's if they're coming to you, like the the phrase is you go to the champ. The champ yeah, is probably go to gonna. You. They're gonna. Exactly. Pro they, he probably try. I know when I read that, don't mention his name, but he probably he probably is like he. Ah, I'm gonna try like Lucky Marcelo one forty five, and then I'm gonna see Eddie Bravo invite me now. I like Lucky Marcelo. Oh, whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. 
Yeah, well, yeah, well people don't realize Marcelo's at the point now. He could pick and choose. Yeah. He doesn't have to rule against any schmuck that calls him out. Yeah, it's he not could, like you just got like a black belt. You know what? He could pick and choose. Yeah. So, you know what? The hell with everybody else if if, if they want to call him out. Let them call. Let yeah. call. I mean, hey, you never know. Like, hey, and I show that I, if you call me out, I show up. I went to the gym. Yeah. And at two minutes, I'm bar. Yeah. You know, okay. That'd be great. That'd be great if you just like lined them up. You just make a tour of this. You go to every one of these guys' gym and just do one match there, one match there, and just keep going. It's like and collecting money. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Put like you know, it's like when they they used to race cars. Put the pink slips up. All right, go ahead. Put the yeah. money down. Yeah. It's, just, uh, it's just waste of your because when we go into a match like this. Yeah. I, I, you gotta prepare yourself really well because it's a match that you cannot lose physically and mentally. Mentally, at the most. Yeah. Mentally, because you you gotta be ready to fight in front of their people you know you gotta be really really focused and uh, it kind of can stress your mind a little bit mm. it takes a little bit of the joy of comp- regular competition just get out there in a regular tournament and compete you have it's to different thing yeah you gotta be confident but not cocky yeah because then you get cocky you get caught yeah i always go confident but i, I, I always think you're gonna fight a monster yeah ah, the guy's gonna be so good whatever happens happens i'm ready for the worst So when you when you competed against Spencer, was he at the level that you thought he was? And I mean, um, I'm not saying like to trash yes, talk or no, put no, him no, down. No, no. Just no, like no. asking. Yes, uh, honestly, he was actually strong. He was explosive and strong. He did put him uh, on a leg lock that I defend. So that surprised me a little bit. He surprised me for a second. Mm. But I know when you go to a fight, there is no time until somebody quit. And you go too explosive at the beginning, yeah. I know it's not gonna last for a long time. Yeah, you just not possible. The adrenaline kicks in and so you I let him let he attack, stay cool, play cool, and then I just defend his leg lock, we scramble, and uh people know when I close the guard, uh, usually yeah, that's it. Well that's what I was saying, like for for me that very last section was the same way you finished at EBI. It was just you were off to the side, the person was in guard, and then, I mean, granted, the EBI, you were closing in on the triangle, and you shifted to the armbar. But it was almost like the exact same position on this one. Yes, the hip movement is so important when you play off your back. It's the same, uh, I trap the leg, and I try to put myself in a, in a hip position that I can armbar the person. But yes, it's, uh, I played that, that kind of game on EBI, no gi. But no gi cannot is a little more risky to go for armbar because they might escape mm. your close guard. So I stick with the Kimuras because I, I feel as a safe to attack and as a solid armbar they can always slip out. You don't slip out on a Kimura. You you yeah. there. you stuck with it. So yes, uh, they they call the flower kind of sweep when you get underneath and put yourself. Mm. There's new so many new terms for jujitsu yeah. now. Well, that's a lot of the 10th Planet stuff. Like, Eddie Bravo does such a good job at kind of yeah, naming yeah, stuff. Yeah, he does such a good job. Uh, these things with the 10th Planet in Jacksonville, <coughs> I just want to make clear, there's no problem at all with 10th Planet. They're always very nice to me, Eddie Bravo. I met uh, Boogeyman in mm. Las Vegas. I'm going to be on his Invitational at 125. Oh, nice. He's doing the Ultimate Matt Warriors. I compete against L- Ricky Lully at On It, which he heel hook me. Uh, so those guys are really nice. I feel like Gio, I was respectful. Yeah, they're they're never been like shit talkers. No, because they they root they they like the root of the template and like those guys are really template on the veins. Yeah. Now there's so many that I, you know 
I don't know all those guys. I, they get like a lot of mentality. And I did kind of go back and forth with one of the guys. I remember it was like one of the days I tagged you in the post because like they were just talking shit. It's like if you're going to talk shit, at least have the balls to like tag the person. Let them defend themselves kind of thing, you know? I know. I saw right. that thread. Yeah. Since it was uh, actually it was right before the fight. Yeah. I didn't want to say nothing <laughs> to that post because I don't want to go any karma for me, man. Yeah, no, for sure. You know? I mean, and, and it, it got like a little heated. I was like, look, man, I'm not trying to argue with you. I just want the facts because I, I knew, you know, partially from, from Herbert's point of view, from him being there and hearing it straight from the horse's mouth of what happened. But the way that I always see it is there's three sides. There's your side, my side, and then there's the truth. Yep. So I, for me, it's... All, all I care about is like I want to know what really happened because there's a lot of people that might get a negative uh, point of view of whether it's you or the guys from 10th Planet or even Spencer, whoever. And at the end of the day, we know that some people are dicks and other people are just, you know, trying to sell the fight. Other people are just trying to defend themselves because they're being attacked. So, like, I get it. And I think that's probably the problem is there's a lot of people that had nothing to do with anything, like weren't even there. And then just want to take sides because, like, oh, that's my friend. Yes, or, yes. I trained with that guy before, so I pretend like I know him yep. kind of thing. There's a, actually a lot of people like that on a thread tagging yeah. me. You a joke. Blah, blah. Really? I thought about go back on the thread and just drop a little picture, but <laughs> I control myself to do the old, it's not old worth it. thread. Yeah, it's not <laughs> worth We're it. We're going to start everything again, man. That karma adds up quick, uh, so no, it's not man. worth it. It's it Just let, let this belt talk I and know. just just leave it that way because i mean i think it actually would be cool for you you know if they do pay you and give you another belt you go and like you defend your spot i mean otherwise what's the point of having a tournament I know, and if you right. know you know if you don't have someone owning up a division actually josh said that now the after this this is the first very first one yeah from them do you know what sapatero mean uh-huh. like locker no really in portuguese oh that's cool i got the leg locker <laughs> belt <laughs> you got the leg lockers belt they should have put like a big like uh just foot there in the middle it would have been yeah, funny that's what they mean it's what was cool. they, 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 josh does a really good job with the sapater event he's a he's biased yeah. he's biased uh, he pays what he say that he pay he does what he say what he's gonna do yeah so it's a pretty i like it there the promoter should be like in the middle he just needs to hire me for a commentator that would be and great he, yeah no, i just oh need to man. hire me for the commentator that'd be a good spot to be in right? I, was, I mean for me i just love the sport but i think it's funny because like at the end of the day i would i would be the one be like come on man tell me how you really feel just just say some shit about him just just so we can all have a good laugh oh man because <laughs> you get some people that like they they pretend to be nice but you know that they're like they're just sitting there making face like and they're they're really like scumbags yeah like that the nazi dude that called you out like you know like probably half the people don't know how big of a scumbag he is and if you outed him it'd be no but that was funny because everybody was liking what he say but when he say something about auschwitz nobody like it nobody click of course because if you're a fucking piece of shit you're a piece of shit like i'll just call the guy that was extreme right look if anybody fucks up and just says something outlandish for a laugh it's me i say the dumbest stuff for a laugh and a lot of times it's one of those like probably shouldn't have said that it happens it's, but like there's there's lines that even at the intent yeah it, exactly you know are, are you joking or you know is there some serious intention well, the, behind what you're saying for sure but i mean if someone like it doesn't matter who you are if someone says that to you on the street or on the mat it doesn't matter it's like okay now now we're we're talking like serious stuff we're not right, just now, talking but, about jujitsu right, especially in today's world you know for you, sure you know in any world but 
you know? I understand that. I understand over, that, so. but yeah. also I understand like I'm from Brazil, so in Brazil, anything you fight on the streets, yeah. you have those dojo storms. Yeah. But now that we in America, I feel like you. I have you like people say, ah, because I might go to your gym, but uh, how? I n- I'll never. I feel like it's so much easier. Ah, show somebody show up crazy in your gym. Oh, for sure. Ah, ninety one one. Yeah. I have uh, twenty five kids here. The guy show up. Yeah. I don't know if he's army or not because in Florida they have a gun. Yeah. That's how you do this kind of problem. Here. Yeah. You don't you don't fight. Uh, yeah. You don't do this Brazilian kind of stuff. Well, it's almost like the the old school like Japanese like kung, or Chinese like kung fu movies, where like it just becomes like a school against a school, or someone does storm the dojo, like trying to call out like that the master. That doesn't exist these anymore. The so you say that, but it's I've seen I've been a part of problems like that, and that was like, but that wasn't with jujitsu. That was with like capoeira, where it became like serious, where it's like they got weighing each other. Yeah, shit. like there was a I forget the guy's name, but. This was before I joined the school. So they went down to some, like, Brazilian party down in okay. Miami. And they started a hoda in the middle where, like, everybody's, like, playing. And I guess one of the guys from the school that I was at beat one of the guys from another school. Okay. So then they left. Everybody left. It was whatever. And next thing you know, it got sucker punched and got jumped. And he got put in a coma for, wow. for a good few weeks. That, w- that was a where? Like that was down in sh- Miami. But, like, on the street? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, like, one of those, like, block parties. You know how they do it? Like, too, much, too many people. Yeah, that's why it's, like, for me, man, it's, like, I don't get involved with any of that stuff. Like, I don't want that. And there was, like, other stuff that happened. Like, you know, I'm not going to try and put, like, names out there or whatever. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I 100% agree with you. Like, that doesn't happen here. But people still do stupid stuff everywhere in the oh, world. You're going to get with the consequences, which, is, is like, if you're a jiu-jitsu instructor, again, comes down to... You're a jiu-jitsu instructor. You get a mug shot. Yeah. Problems. They're going to look you up easy. That mug shot's going to be everywhere. Easy. Especially parents nowadays. Like, they check Boom. everywhere. They, for they sure. probably the background check you. Yeah. It's so crazy. So, so I think you can hurt somebody more calling the cops on them. Oh, yeah. They can actually punch them in the face or put them in a choke. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Like, you can. it's easy to find out about anybody. And you yep. can destroy somebody's life, even with a false accusation. Yep. There's people's lives that are Ex- destroyed. Exactly. It's too easy. On the line. Yeah. It's too easy. Stay on the line. Yeah. No, it's pretty crazy. Um, so, uh, for some reason, just, just popped up in my head. Again, I know you are a very respectful person. But... What comes in your mind or what do you think when you see these like the fake black belts or the guys that show up to gyms with black belts and they get like called out like? Yes, uh, like you were just saying, it's easy to find, yeah. to find out. I think is I think I get a, a laugh at it when I see those videos popping up. I'm yeah. hoping and I watch and I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but man, if it... You can't fake jiu-jitsu, you know? Yeah. You're going to roll with, with a student, and they're they going to know. Yeah. If uh, uh, maybe not at the beginning. But they get pretty good excuses, like, oh, I can't train anymore. Yeah. Bro- broke my back, beating up Bushesha, uh-huh. like, or something like crazy. But that's why you got to have uh, the tournaments. Yeah. Because, okay, you're a black belt, you hurt your back, but you if you're not rolling with a student, you know, like... That's like, the Let's give an example. Me. The guy goes and we... Uh, world tournament black belt he done then he, he he's really hurt and don't move his back 
Yeah. I still believe in his jiu-jitsu because he done something that shows that he, he achieved done something. Yeah. The different guys that never done nothing just say, ah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm hurt. And, you know, I, I think it comes down to um, time and maturity as far as the black belt goes. Um, there's a slew of different types of black belts. You have professional black belts, and that's all they do. You have black belts like myself that work full-time jobs and have been training for 15 years, and that's what they do. You have black belts that have been training for a long time and maybe um, for some physical reasons, they're not going to be a super competitor. But those but again, still legit. Been, they, they're, they're legit. Still legit. We're, talking about, we're talking about they, those frauds that pop been, up. Right. Yeah. So, again, I think when you look at the, the, the time and the maturity of the person, yes, okay, I, I could see that being a black belt. Now, when you see somebody getting something offline or getting somebody <laughs> yeah. getting a black belt, somebody with no There's lineage at all. There's a guy that gave himself a Yeah, belt. I was going to ask uh, you about that. Did you see that? <laughs> Which one? There's like a guy, it's like a long-haired oh, dude. Oh, who promoted himself? Yeah, he's like sitting crazy. there, he's like, yeah. what does he give himself a brown belt? A brown belt. A brown belt? Yeah, yeah, I, on, I've man. seen that. But, but hey, this guy had, must have some mental problem for, but, for real. You know what, though? I... To his credit, he put it online. So <laughs> yeah. if you go to see him, you know what you're getting. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. hi- he wasn't just, hiding anything. I just wish I would have been in that class. Just like you definitely would have heard me in the video in the back. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I'd, if that was the case, then I'd show up the next day. I'd be like in the middle class. I'm just going to go ahead and give himself a black belt because, you know, That's whatever. crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, uh, he, wasn't, he, he wasn't hiding anything. Yeah. So. Let me ask you a question, though, because sure. – you know, in, in all aspects so far of your jiu-jitsu career, you're a relatively new black belt. Correct. Um, what is it that, like, do you ever see someone that that maybe just got their black belt or just shows up, they have a black belt, and you think in your mind, you know, it's something that the lower belts, like, always happens where you're just like, he's not a legit so-and-so belt. He's not a legit black belt. Like, does that ever go through your mind? If somebody shows up with a, a belt on, yeah, first thing I think is, okay, that's their belt, whether you're a blue belt or whether you're a black belt. If he's wearing the belt, hey, I'm going to believe you. That's your belt. You know, I'm not going to take you as, as you a liar. You give the benefit of the doubt. But, again, if, if, you know, you have somebody wearing a black belt and you tell them to get into a mount control and they have no idea what that even is, then, you know, you might be thinking or let's see you do, you know, that's not an arm bar. That's a that's a Kimura. Yeah. Don't you know that? It, so th- then, then you could start kind of decide for yourself. But if somebody walks in with a belt on, I'm going to believe them until yeah. they prove themselves. But wrong. what would you say? Like, would you be like, "Hey, all right, let's can we come over here? Let's have a talk." Actually, go ahead. I, <laughs> yeah, you had something cooking. And here's the thing. You know what? If you want to wear a black belt and you're not a real black belt, you better not be teaching. Yeah. That's the bottom. You know, you better not be teaching. Glenn's being nice. I'm, be, I'm, be, I'm being nice. You bet. You know what? It took me 15 years to get this, or it takes somebody, you know, X amount of hours to get their belt. Yeah. Okay, and you've earned it. And again, maturity-wise, and you know how to teach and everything else. Well, if you come in wearing a black belt, and you're not, yeah, you're wrong, and I want to kick you out of the gym. But bottom line is, you better not be showing any students anything. how to do anything. Yeah. Even if you think you know how to do it. Because like, you watched it on YouTube. Then that's a, that's a problem <laughs> these days. Um, people see things on YouTubes. Yeah. Um, you know, they see, they it didn't see happen it, yet. They see me. it on YouTube. And yeah. next thing you know, no, no, they come happen. in and they say, how do you do a flying helicopter armbar with a reverse twist? You know. Yeah. But hey, how uh, how is your approach? Okay, if you think the guy's not a black belt, step one, 
call him on the side and say, hey, very nice. It has to be another black belt calling him out, right? It can't be like a, a blue belt or... A... Yeah, if he's fake, he's fake. But oh, no, not man. calling him out. Not calling him out. There's a way to call Having him out. Having a conversation. No, just bring him... No, that's a process that takes a few days right, right. to find out. Of course. You're going to bring him on the side. He say, ah, that's awesome, man. Black belt. Who you got your black belt under? Mm. That's the first step. And they're going to say a name. So you go to this name and message the person. And if, 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 if you see if that person that he got the black belt under is legit. If he's legit, it's legit. Yeah. Nothing you can do. But the, uh, the way to approach is ask, hey, man, who gave you a black belt? He's going to say somebody. And you go to that person and message, ah, I have your student training with me. He's a, he's a black belt under yours. And then you're going to know the truth. Yeah. And then after, if you after you have the truth, right. it's up to you to do whatever you want. <laughs> so that, it's a it's a free for all after that. I mean, I I will just tell him to put a white belt on. So you wouldn't make like a big scene out of it, like. No, but some people want to make it. They want to get viral. <laughs> would you like be like, all right, come over here, let's roll, like put him to sleep? No. You would I'll like feel, you wouldn't like put him to sleep and change no, his belt I'll, when I'll, he's like knocked out. I'll put it him. Hey man, if you want to train in my gym, you gotta wear the white belt. And whatever you know, and then uh, I'll call him out to personally. Mm. I'll still welcome him to training, but I'll not put him out. <laughs> you say that with a smile, so I don't know. Nah, if I the guy you. has a mental problem. The guy has a mental problem. How right, crazy right. you gotta be to wear a black belt in a jiu-jitsu? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean you don't, don't, and again, you don't, you don't want to make somebody feel like total shit because maybe there is something mentally wrong with True. them. You know, if you're walking into a legitimate gym wearing a black belt, yeah. It's either really ballsy or you've got something mentally yes, wrong with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could be both. You know? Oh, and and it could be both. Right. And again, yeah. in this day and age, you never know. Um, you know, if now if he comes in and starts hurting your students, are you going to choke him out? Oh, for sure. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I mean, at that level, that you might one. as well like just throw like one of like your like your more savage blue purple belts. Are, are, like, th- are you going to throw a serious neck crank on the person? Or yeah. I just had one experience that I threw this student out of the gym because he was cursing on a man. Oh, and man. With my friends. Oh, I'm sorry. I better I keep on cursing. I better stop then. I'm sorry. No, like after he get caught, he, he smacked oh. the mat and cursed. Uh, and he was it's a warned, meathead. Warned, yeah, warned a few times. The third time, I just, no. Did he ever come back? He actually messaged the owner of the gym. Shut up, really? <laughs> <laughs> just complained. And, he's, and the owner's like, oh, you were 90, 90% correct, Marcelo. Just the 1%. And what was the 1%? Just uh, throw his gear and everything. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. you didn't put that it, part in there. <laughs> you know, again, it comes down to respect. And whether you're, you you have a legitimate black belt or it's not legitimate and you come in and you're not respectful, you know, they're, they're both wrong. Whether you're a white belt or a black belt and you're swearing on the mat or you're trying to instruct when the, um, you know, when the professor's trying to instruct, it, you just, you know, there's a good judgment use a yeah. little respect um and you know we're lucky you know we have a lot of great students here that are respectful yes. yeah i mean um, especially down here like we have such a tight-knit group like between schools there's not that many schools where it feels like oh you can't go in and and talk to somebody so you get found out pretty quick down here my yes. uh my, my first instructor at the armory back in 2002 at the old armory mm. um he, uh, there was a white or blue belt there, and he was actually trying to hurt people. I mean, he was, no. out, he was out to hurt people. <laughs> the instructor? So, no, not the instructor. Okay. One of the students. He was, oh, a white right. or, he was a white or blue belt. And at the time, my instructor 
um, great guy who's no longer in the United States, but he uh, he he tweaked the guy's arm a little bit, a little bit enough to uh, so the guy couldn't roll the rest of the night, and we were lining up, and then the night the instructor said, "Okay, you know when you come into my gym, we want to train hard, but we're not out to hurt we're not out to hurt each other." No. And he pointed to the student and said, "Oh, I had a." He said, you know, I had to open your eyes up a little bit tonight and tweak you a little. Wow. Hopefully next time you come back, you're not going to try to hurt anybody. Uh, the guy never came back. <laughs> For sure. He got called out. He got put on blast. And, yeah. Uh, it's very important when you were like instructor of the gym and the team start to get big mm. and everybody compete for you cut it off the, the bad yeah, apple yeah. On, on, of the team because that bad apple it can like he contaminate it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Is it like one drop of water? It's can, horrible like, to do this. You yeah. know, sometimes you gotta take the apple and throw it out. Yeah. But it happens a couple times with me. But after you do, the team have a new life for a new vibe. Is oh, you for know, sure. It makes everybody better. Sometimes you don't know, but it's your job to know. Okay, this person is not good for the team. Yeah. You take it out, the vibe and the whole team changed. Yeah, because everybody then, like, you get the whole, you can feel the tension, like, nobody wants to roll with this person. I mean, you know, and this goes back to, uh, of course, this is a jujitsu broadcast, but any martial arts, yeah. you know, you, you need a level of respect, whether it's capoeira, whether it's kung fu, whether it's jujitsu. Um, you can challenge people and still be respectful. Correct. That's yeah. the thing. You can still correct. be nice about it. Correct. You know, when you challenge somebody, hey, listen, I'd like to make myself better and I'd like to roll against you and see where i am yeah. you know things like that you don't call people out and and, and, and mock memes. them and, and again <laughs> no, 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 no matter no matter the martial so, art you're training so you should make a meme about you i'm gonna make a like a professor marcelo like meme. <laughs> that's why people like it the way that I, I handle this because if you was other person after the win yeah imagine how crazy they would get yeah putting his head in here whatever yeah. you know for I sure control myself Left my message and peace out. Yeah, uh, you you let your your game talk. Yep. So, how do you feel then about like having a lower belt ask you to train? Is that something that you're not okay with? Or are you more traditional uh, with it? Kind of. In my gym, I tell my students they more than welcome to call me out to train. Let's roll. Let's roll. No problem. Respectfully. Yes. Let's roll. You rolling, Marcelo? No problem. They my students, but I teach them to don't do this. Why? Because I prepare them for, let's say they go visit a gym in, in, in South. Mm. And the guy's good, the black belt, head coach. And they're like, hey, man, can we roll? Man, the black belt's going to look at them and going to hurt you. Yeah. So I teach them to don't do it, but I tell them with me it's okay. Yeah. That's how I approach it. I mean, that's the smarter way to do it. Like, no. you, you're not going to just, you know, walk into somebody else's house and act hey, like it's yours. Train? Yes. Yeah. So with me, personally, I don't mind. But I teach them the tradition to don't do it. It's not for me, or for for it's more for tradition in jujitsu. Yeah. So, but I don't mind my students calling me, and then I go. So we don't have any any news from you as to what the next match is for you. Uh, now I think they not confirmed, but I'm looking for getting to the EBI again. No Gi Worlds, December. And uh, there's a f I, there's a few things I'm working on it that I don't I prefer not say because it's not for sure yet. Right, right. Yeah. So when I get the the invite is for sure, then I put it out there. But yes, there's a few options always. 
So do you do you feel that that everything is finally squashed as far as like everything that happened like that? I mean, people are always going to have their own opinion on what happened. But do you feel like the people that needed to know got to know? Yes, I feel like you. I actually appreciate the opportunity for you let me clear this up. I have no problem with Chris, no problem with template guys. You know, I hope you, uh, you guys do the best. Uh, Spencer, uh, now I understand, he was very nice after the match. So I think it's all cleared up. Yeah. That was a good that happened. It's over. And like I said, I need to move on to the next next goal. Yeah, because you were, you were getting a lot of like bad heat, like bad publicity on that. Like, and it was just... Like, I get the, some people angry about the way certain things went down, but I think that there's other outlets that kind of purposefully made you look like the the, the bad, bad guy. guy on this one. And it's not like nothing good would have come from it. Not even like a match would have been worth like the bad publicity that could have popped up. No, no. But I also have a lot of people supporting me because uh, at the end of the day, you can look at everybody's name up and see who is the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, your reputation follows you, yeah, especially exactly. with with the the niche that that we're in. Right. So I'm not not worried. The people that matter, my students and people that that are my friends, I was on my side. So that's all, all matter for me. And then uh, haters gonna hate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's true. I mean, there's always gonna be someone that has something to say. Yes. So that's what. But thank you for. No, if anything, up, thank you, thank you for it's for it's taking the time. I know it's like the middle of the day, and you guys got stuff to do. No, I just, I just do jujitsu, so the next class will be like just at four o'clock. Oh, nice. Well, you got to get lunch still, right? Yes. Yeah, so I'll let you go. I'll let you guys have lunch. No, man, thank you so much. Sounds no, good. thank you yeah, guys. Thank you for coming. No, Thanks, Glenn, for, for, sure. for being here too. Yeah, no, I, I definitely want to come back and enjoy and, being here and and pick your your brains more. I know there's a lot of stories that you got. And I, Professor Glenn, I know there's a lot of questions I want to ask you too. Is uh, you know a newer black belt? I think there's a lot of people that would benefit hearing from from both of you guys because of your like the relationship you have, especially since how long have you been training under Marcelo? We start when what 2005 or six. Yeah. Whenever he first came to the other armory, right? Um, I had been there since 2002, and then I th- think two five, 2005 or six, we started training together when he was a brown belt. And um, so, yeah, we've been training for about 10, 11, 12 oh, years. That's crazy. I, I was just the person fortunate to pass to represent his black belt. Yeah. He was training at the armory before me. Yeah. But I came in like higher belt than him when I came from Brazil. So. Right. And, and you know, and on that matter, I, you know, I couldn't. I, I couldn't be happier getting black belt from Marcelo. I mean, if you look on the back walls, a picture with him and Carlson Gracie. Yeah. I mean, that that's where the lineage is coming from. Um, he got his black belt under uh, Marcelo uh, Saprito, and Marcelo Saprito comes here, great guy. Um, so I've met him. So I know exactly where his where lineage is. And now and you gotta and like yeah. for the person they promote is gonna represent you. So sometimes you have this uh, great, amazing competitor, and you promote him to a black belt. And he ended up doing some bad... Stupid stuff. Stup- I know he's not going to do nothing stupid. No? Yeah. And just... He's like, oh, man, I better not tell him about what I did yesterday. No. <laughs> <laughs> so before we leave, I just want to get just from your point of view, your advice. What kind of advice would you give someone that's been in jiu-jitsu like the last couple of years? Not just like a white belt, but someone that's, 
you know, maybe just got their blue belt or just got their purple belt, and maybe they're just they're not feeling their game grow. Like, what would you say to someone like that? I always stick to the basics. Make it so basic your basic game is so good, simple, efficient submissions, close guard, passing guard, basic stuff, and make it that basic so good that is unstoppable. That's what I would say. And don't get frustrated because jiu-jitsu is ups and downs like everybody know. You're gonna have bad times, you're gonna have good times. Enjoy the journey. Especially if you right now you don't have too much pressure. You can just enjoy training jiu-jitsu. You can enjoy going to the competitions. As higher belt and more and longer you stay in jiu-jitsu, it's, it's less of a joinable and more as a work. That's awesome. And you know, I'd say if you want it, don't quit. That's yeah. Don't quit. I mean, uh, especially coming from someone who's put in the time, you I definitely mean, put in the don't time. Don't quit. You know, um, there's a lot of people out there that that are working and they get here after work or before work they come. Um, you just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, and you'll learn, you'll learn, and just don't quit. Jiu-jitsu is hard. It, it's yes. a hard thing. Right. It, it, it's it's definitely hard. Um, you know, don't don't compare yourself with anybody else, and don't quit. And that and that's it. And I think a lot of people get in this rut when they compare themselves with, you know, you both start as white belt. Well, you know, this guy may have had, you know, four years of collegiate wrestling, so he's got a he's got a good ground base already, and he's jumping around. So a year later, he's a blue belt, and you're still a white belt. You know, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just yeah. do your best. And you know, if it takes you eight years to get a black belt, if it takes you eighteen years to get a black belt, if you keep going, you're gonna get it. Yeah. If that's what you want, if that's your end goal. So that's my advice. Just don't quit. No, that's awesome. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank Professor you. Marcello, thank you so much. Professor Glenn. For your thank time. you. No, thank you guys. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, I had a blast doing this, and hopefully we can do it again. And next time you're down in Combat Club, uh, Herbert's actually coming back Sunday, I think. Oh, sweet. So it would be actually kind of fun to get both you guys in there. Oh, I'm man. sure <laughs> you guys got some stories. I know, right? But, no, gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you um, so much. If people want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? Uh, you can add my page, uh, Marcelo Cohen BJJ. Yeah, yeah, Marcelo Cohen BJJ at the Instagram also. Awesome, yeah. Professor Glenn, you want to throw? There you go. No, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little older. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as <laughs> up not on old. all the social media. No, uh, he's not looking for the super fights just yet. <laughs> That's right. Uh -huh. Maybe when I retire and if I get hurt, then it won't uh, cost me a paycheck. Yeah, right. <laughs> I heard that. I know that feeling well. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very all much right, for your you time. So thank you for having me. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Be sure you uh, follow Professor Marcelo. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you to Professor Marcelo Cohen and Professor Glenn for taking the time sitting down with me and really going over stuff. I really hope that this clears up a lot of the confusion and the useless drama that got kicked up by this whole situation uh i had a blast if it wasn't obvious talking to uh both of the professors uh you know i really am all about trying to spread the positivity when it comes to jujitsu and really kind of cutting out a lot of the bs stuff i get it when it comes to sell a fight that's one thing but you know there's two amazing people um two three amazing competitors and schools that uh, 
there's no real reason to have any beef with. It was just outsiders just, you know, having stuff to say that just didn't matter. Anyway, thank you again to the uh, both of the professors for, for taking the time to sit down with me. Thank you guys for sticking through the whole podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, please subscribe to the iTunes channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share it with your friends. I want to get this podcast out as much as possible because I have a blast doing it. And there's a lot of people that I really want to be able to speak with. And I'm not going to be able to do it without your help. So please check out the sponsors, Chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Check out my website, MyCosmicJourney.com. That's M-Y-C-O-S-M-I-C. J-O-U-R-N-E-Y.com, MyCosmicJourney.com. There you'll find everything from gi reviews to photos that I've taken and just random blogs and videos of uh, crazy adventures that I go on. I'm trying to update it as much as I can in between working and trying to pay bills. But all the help you guys can, uh, can dish out, I will gladly take. And thank you very much for the support. So again, this is Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Catch you guys next time.